0: The experts will be featured from all over the world, supporting you in becoming that badass divine goddess that you were born to be. I am so excited to introduce this amazing woman. She is the founder of CV Skin Labs. She is the owner of Detox Your Life, which is a coaching program that supports people in being able to detox from emotional, spiritual, mental, external things so that they can step into their true essence, their true purpose, and align with their divine selves, their highest self, and really live a life out loud. Brita Aragon has been featured in a variety of magazines as well as Telemundo TV. She is epic. She's actually like my best friend. She's not like one of them. She like is my bestest friend and as well as a soul sister and someone that I'm really just so grateful that I get to call a sister on this path, a, a friend on this path. She's amazing and I'm so excited to share her with you because she just has wisdom beyond her years. Enjoy.
1: to have you on this podcast and I know this episode is going to be extra juicy because you always have so much wisdom and awareness and love and insight to share with so many people. So I'm excited that you'll be able to share it with our audience. So without further ado, welcome. Welcome.
2: Thank you. I'm so happy to be here with you always. Anything and everything you do. It's an honor. Thank you. You're so welcome. And, you know, I always
1: say every time we have these kind of meetings of the mind with each other for business to share with an audience, I always say that I'm just like more in love with you by the end. So I'm excited to jump in and, you know, really, as this podcast I developed to support women and really being able to connect to divinity within them, and I choose to call it goddess, that we all have a goddess within us, that we're able to really connect with spirit, God, the universe, whoever anyone likes to say, whatever their higher power is. But what would you define goddess as being for you? Like, what does that mean to you?
2: Well, goddess has really never been a term that I've used in my languaging. Language. But to me, goddess, it's almost like that bliss and that truth and that peace Underneath all the fog, all the false ideas of littleness, all the noise, all the lies, all the tricks, all the fear-based thinking, underneath all of that. So it really would be like your center. And it's always there. That goddess, that centeredness, that higher self, that bliss is always there. It's the fog that we are in, you know, that we have habitually been and living from every day that blocks us from that center and that God itself. Mm, I love that.
1: I love how you kind of define that term because I know it's not a term that you necessarily use. And I know it's a term that's kind of overused in society right now with a lot of different coaches and things like that. But for me, I really just love using it because I think it like calls forth that higher self and pulls us out of that fog. But I love that. There being this fog, I think what's so cool is that like, there's this fog all around us and we're like trying to find the solution or the answer. Meanwhile, it's fucking sitting right
2: within us. It's like right in there. (laughs) We
1: don't actually need
2: to look outside. Yeah, I was just going to say that with that fog, like I love how you just described it. Like we're searching and searching and it's like we're lost. It's like we're in a spin cycle or we're stuck in the striving and never arriving or pushing or making happen. And fixed mode, it's like when we're in our goddess self or our center or our god self, I kind of tend to call that the god self of center. When we're in that place, we don't have to strive to do anything or be anybody. When we're in that place, we are fully trusting. We don't have to try to trust. You know, when we're in that goddess self, we don't have to try to be confident. We just are confident you know, when we're in that mm. God sense itself, the, we're not looking to accept who we are because when we're in that God self, we're in the present moment, and when we're in the present moment, we're fully free, you know, It's mm. we're only prisoners when we're in the mind and the chatter and the egoic analysis and paralysis, which is all the clouds, the fog, I mean, there's many names for this, the noise, the clouds, the fog, the ego, the fear thought system, it's when we're stuck in that, which means we're not in our daughters, that we then think we need to find and get all these things. And so the trick for me is when you're feeling like you're in the noise and you're not aligned and you're not in your center, instead of trying to fix or trying to go and make happen, do the things that get you back into the center, which is also getting you back into the body, which is also getting you back into the present moment, and then start to do, take action from that place. If I'm in the fog, the first thing I need to do is get myself out of that. To get Whether it's a personal life or a business life, it doesn't matter. It's just life altogether now. It's how do I get back to myself in the center? And there's specific things that you can do that I've now peppered all over my schedule that are a must. They're not optional anymore. They're what mm. I know will get me back to that of self.
1: I love all this and I love that you're keeping the audience in suspense because you know I'm going to ask you what you do to pepper yourself with all of these different amazing routines Mm -hmm. and rituals that I know you do that help you centered in that God itself. But before we get into that, I love everything that you're, you know, all these wisdom nuggets that you're just throwing around because it's really just so powerful. And I think something that's so powerful that you're saying is like, Staying in the present moment, he or she that has the most power is the one that is fully present to the moment that they are in now, not the one looking on Facebook or multitasking or trying to do all these different things, keyword trying, because there's not actually something being completed or focused on. And the present moment is passing that person by, which is really all we have is right now and right now and right now and right now. And so I love that you talk about that really being your place of power. Mm, So powerful. mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So what do you do to like keep yourself centered in that divine higher self goddess that helps you kind of like clear out? And, you know, it's so funny, too. It's like I once heard a mentor of mine say like, you know, fuck the noise, the noise, get the noise away. But like, really, it's kind of funny. But like, how do we... Declutter that noise, that fog and those clouds. What do you do to keep yourself
2: centered? It's like I used to always, having gone through the path of addiction, one of the things for me that, that I've always been the goal is how do I feel good now? You know, how do I need you to feel good? It's mm-hmm. like, wow, I've got noise. Get rid of it. Get rid of it. Like, no, like I want to feel good. My whole goal when I was using alcohol and I was in my addictions was all about trying to get to my goddess self, trying to get to that center. That's all I was trying to do when I was using. I just didn't know that that wasn't the effective way to do it. But that was what I intentionally wanted to do. So in order to feel good, what I know today now about this, if I wake up and there's noise, I don't go, okay, go away or get on my knees and pray, like make it go away, make it go away. My prayers are very different today. Today, it's like I welcome the noise. It's like, oh, here you are. Okay, hi. And it's almost like when I welcome the noise and I stop resisting what is, it's like the noise just kind of, it's kind of like in meditation. We are not taught, to those of us that were taught some formal way of meditating. And I mean, I, I do primordial sound meditation that I learned through Deepak. Years ago, but you know we're not taught like the minute the fog comes out, kick it out, stop it, like tell it to go away. We're not taught that. It's the same with the fog. And when I'm in a place where I'm frustrated or, or things aren't working out, it's like the first thing I get to do is to relentlessly make peace with what is. It's like wow, okay, mm. I'm having a bad day, or wow, I'm sad. Or, oh wow, I don't want to get out of bed today, or wow, I'm really disappointed at that, or that didn't go through, or, you know, we're supposed to go sailing and it's pouring out. And it's like every day for me, one of my quests, other than getting closer to God, is how do I make peace with every single area of my life? Because when I make peace with every single area of my life, I move out of the noise and I start to move into my center again. So that is one of the techniques you were asking me, like, what do I do? There's a process that I use, and it is about really seeing what area in my life am I trying to control, manipulate, change? Am I fighting with? It's like around my body when I was feeling my eating disorder. I was so fighting the process, and I just wanted to control it and I love life. Things work until they don't work, and when they stop working, the old ways no longer are effective, and you're being forced. This is sometimes where the universe is just forcing you into the new way, and the destruction of the old systems are falling away. And sometimes we think is that if we're going to relentlessly make peace with our lives or accept something that is that we're going to that's going to stay the same, and it's a paradox because mm. it couldn't be you know, from the truth. It's like, if I accept myself exactly as I am, all that I'm resisting will naturally go away. It's like, it's almost like it's just going to go and bother somebody else. You know, it's not going (laughs) to stay with me. So like making peace with what is like, where in my life, like people say, Oh no, I'm, I'm an acceptance. But then they're like, Oh my God, you're home late. Or, Oh my God, my boss is That's not acceptance. It's like, acceptance is where you can be and that acceptance leads to getting back to our God self, it's like where you can be it's the place where no matter what's going on, you don't wish anything to be different and you're mm. okay whether you're having a bad day a good day, you know, you're going through a challenging time, you're not wanting to get yourself out of where you're at, you're just surrendering to sitting through it no matter what it is Oh, I mean, it's such a powerful notion and piece that you're bringing
1: up right now. And I love the way in which you handle all of the external noise and the acknowledgement of it. And it's funny because I remember Wayne Dyer in one of his teachings that I was listening to saying, you know, I have this beautiful meditation room and I have everything set up and I go in there to start meditating. And as soon as I did every day my neighbor would mow the lawn or a jackhammer would go off or an ambulance would start coming down the street. It was like the external noise literally would start showing up for him, you know, and of course there's other things, you know, the ego mind and all that stuff. And it was like just a a testament of how these practices and these tools like to acknowledge it, but also to be an acceptance of what is, not trying to like run out and yell at your neighbor or curse at the ambulance or get frustrated and angry and just be at peace with what is and being at peace at what you have. And I always say like, if we're not grateful for where we are in this moment and what we have, why would the universe, why would God, why would any higher power at be want to bestow upon us more or other desires that we are looking to create? or co-create, I should say. Mm -hmm. So I love this piece because it's just so powerful. I think that that's such an important part of life. If we're not in acceptance, it has nothing to do with the externals. It means that something within us is being jostled or rattled. Something within us is a little bit off kilter and it's to really look within as opposed to pointing a finger or trying to fix
2: or trying to push it out get out of here, you're crazy. But more than anything, it's navigating the emotional storms of our lives. It's really where we Mm. discover the power within us. Because if I'm trying to shoo away everything, I'm missing the opportunity to extract the gems of the storm. There is a reason why all of this is happening. And when I make peace with it, I move from a low vibration of frustration or anger or self-loathing you know, or shame or guilt And I immediately move myself up into acceptance. And that's a huge leap. And so we need a bridge to get out of that mind, that fog, which is shame and guilt and fear and blame and condemnation and all of that. And we need a bridge to get us into our goddess self. And making peace with what is and like looking like, wow, it's raining. Like I was supposed to go sailing. It's like people are upset. It's like, well, good things about it raining today. Well, wow, it's actually given me an opportunity to get the rest that I've always been wanting, that I keep complaining that I work too much. Wow, maybe this is an opportunity to just trust that this is exactly where I'm supposed to be because there's no mistakes in God's world. And this is an opportunity to activate trust. Wow, this is an opportunity to let go of control. And you keep extracting and extracting. And wow, this is an opportunity for me to see that I'm not that upset. Usually, I would have really, like, flipped out. And even though we're losing, you know, the deposit on the sailboat, I mean, I'm making all this up, right? It yeah. doesn't matter. Money <laughs> is energy. You know, money's energy. It comes and goes. And my security doesn't lie on that. It lies on me being connected to that higher God self. All of a sudden, you're like mm-hmm. so chill and cool with the fact that you're not going sailing and you're able to invite and receive the gift of the day because you and I were talking earlier, Em, about this quote, right? i is going to pull it up again, but it's this quote that we're talking about that we think we're we've got it under control and it's our plan, but it's like if you think you've blown God's plan for your life, Rest in this, you, my beautiful friend, are not that powerful. So it's like Mm. this process, this is what God is means to me. It's like when you can be resilient in every setback and the immediate response is there's no mistakes in God's world. What is the gift in this? And it may take time and we won't do it perfectly. People, we may get angry and then five minutes later, we're like, okay, if there's no mistakes in God's world. You know, what's the gem in this? What's the gift in this? What do I have to learn? What's the lesson? What am I strengthening? Where's the opportunity to trust even more? And then another quick ritual that I'll just mention is meditation. Because meditation or exercise, those two things get you into your body. And have you ever had a, I know you have, we all have, a bad day. And all of a sudden you go for a run and then you're so present and in your body. And it's like, oh, that that thing. Oh, that's okay. You know, like, it's like there's a change in Mm -hmm. perception because you're no longer in analysis, evaluation, and judgment of your actions and other people's actions. You're in your body again. You're in your goddess self. So you're back in that place where you're being. You're not doing by analyzing, evaluating, obsessing, trying to change, projecting, going back, regretting. That's not where the goddess lives. So, it's how do you get out of that ego mind and that chattering? How do you get back in the body? Well, you make peace with what is immediately. Whatever's bothering you, meditate. You get into exercise for the body, connection with God, turning things mm-hmm. over to God. It's one thing to become aware, like, oh wow, I'm in fear, but. Remember, we have to turn it over in order to be to get removed. It's not enough to recognize I'm in fear, I'm in shame, I'm in guilt. I need support. That's what spirit is here for, is to remove that fear thinking and egoic thinking and change in perception. That's what Course in Miracles tells us. Again, and miracles are our birthright, but purification has to happen first. And purification of what? Of that fog. Of all of that, when we're in our goddess self, we're in flow, we're in miracles. That's where we want to be most of the time. So for me, what I said earlier, I need to puffer all over my schedule things that I know for sure will get me into that center. Because I know this is life, and I'm human, and I'm going to get off-centered all the time. Especially the bigger my dreams, the bigger I'm playing The more the ego is going to want to derail me and it's going to throw its tricks and it's going to find the areas where I have my blind spots to come after me. And the more I Mm. have to have in my schedule, like it's their meetings, ways to get back into my center so that it starts to become a habitual way of being. Woo, Brie, this is good stuff.
1: I'm just like over here soaking all of it in as i'm sure like a lot of the audiences that's listening right now and first off i just love this analogy of like peppering yourself i literally keep picturing you laying on the <laughs> beaches of miami with a little pepper shaker just peppering yourself Oh, it's noon
2: time to pepper myself with some god Hi. one o'clock um i, I do take the stress break actually i have a three o'clock stress break where I take drink a green juice. I will listen to a visualization. I'll either stretch or do deep breathing. That's one of my, I have to pepper it in, like I said, because life Mm -hmm. is going to continue to happen. Sorry, it's funny that you said that. No, I just love this. It
1: ends and it's so important. It's so funny because I literally, and I think too, as we go, we stumble, we fall and we realize What I need to pepper in my schedule, these different routines and rituals to get back to my center. Otherwise, I fall prey to the ego and it's trickery because it's very sneaky and it can have a very soft undercurrent, but it can catch me and then throw me, especially when I'm up to a bigger game, especially, you know, I was just literally saying to one of my clients and I was saying to her, listen, It's not that it gets easier when the game gets bigger. It means I have to up level and increase the level of my routines and my rituals and my vigilance around my thoughts as I expand and grow. So throwing everything we can at this practice of keeping ourselves on center, connected to that divine goddess, I think is so powerful. And I love all the examples that you gave the ladies today, especially you know, the power of meditation and exercise. Cause I totally agree with you when we get into those. And it's so funny how easily, and I'm sure you can relate to this Brita. I meditate every day, 15, 20 minutes. Then I'll up level it two times a day and I'm feeling like really good. And then I like stop for a little bit and I'm like, Oh my Mm God, like I'm really feeling off. It's because I'm not meditating again or I'm not exercising or I'm not doing one of my practices. And I, what's going on here? And <laughs> it's like, oh, why do we stop doing that? Which actually works and makes us feel good. It's just ego's way of sneaking in again.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we even make peace with those times, the times that like we're mm-hmm. not meditating and we don't go exercise. We don't beat ourselves up and be like, oh, see, you can't even keep a meditation schedule and I've had to go Mm. off rail, off the charts so many times. Good things about not meditating and exercising for two weeks. Wow. Really showing me that I'm way off. Wow. It's Mm. really solidifying in me that I need exercise. Wow. Maybe I needed two weeks off. Maybe that's just what my body needed. Can I just be okay? The fact that I haven't been doing it perfectly. Wow. Maybe this is an opportunity to just be love myself, even though I'm not perfect in my routine, like, I'm not measuring myself by the perfection of my routine or my effort or my achievements anymore. This is an opportunity to just be like, I love you, Bree, whether you've meditated or not. Yet, I'm seeing how much I need meditation. So again, like even the things we fall off, we make peace with them. And then you're in acceptance and you're extracting the gems. It just becomes this lifestyle and this mindset and way of being that before you know it, you're resilient. And then life can hand you bigger plates to deal with because mm. they know, the universe knows you're not going to fall off and get upset and get stuck. So you can't afford mm. when you're playing a big, big game to be handed big ideas in the universe because you can't afford to get derailed. I mean, it happens and it's where none of us are perfect and it's going to happen, but it's called resiliency. Like the more resilient we are and the more we can make peace with everything that is, the more we can actually enjoy a life, be in our lives. And my rule is, the God, rule of the God, you never ever make yourself wrong for anything. Even if you yelled mm. at the cab driver, the things about that, maybe he needed to hear what that, and he needed to hear it from a voice like yours in that tone for him to get the lesson. We just don't know anything. Remember, we're not that powerful. The quote we read earlier, we're not that powerful. God uses people every day for, to wake up others. So we don't make ourselves wrong for anything. If anything, we extract the good things. Totally. I love it.
1: It's being an acceptance again. It's back to that huge acceptance piece, like accepting. I made the meditation today. Yay. I missed it. Yay. Pulling. And I think one of the key messages too that you've been saying throughout this, you know, time that we've had together, find the blessings. Find the gold because there's always gold in every single aspect of what's occurring in our life. You know, you guys didn't hear this because it was happening before the recording. Breen and I were talking, and a couple different modalities, like for recording this podcast today, weren't working. And I was like, oh, it wasn't working. I had a whole interview with someone. It didn't work. It didn't record. I have to reschedule. But, like, there's a reason for that. There's nothing wrong in God's world. There's no mistakes. So, like, just being in acceptance and not making my because I saw myself, too, right? Like, why am I wrong? What did I do wrong? It's, like, reframing that. Like, it's all good. It's okay. I just love everything that you're putting down today,
2: Breeda. It's And good really things about that. Maybe the other modality would have crashed in the middle of it. And we just don't know. But if there's no mistakes in mm-hmm. God's world, that modality was not the one we were supposed to be at. We're supposed to be here. And it's not my job to figure out why. My job is to just trust and trust a little more. Each time things don't go my way, just be like, oh, God's up to something. And it's not my plan to figure it out. My plan is just to accept and try to look at all, make peace with what's happening, and move on, and move on, and we practice, and we practice, and we practice, and we practice, and we practice. That's life.
1: Uh, Brita, I could so talk to you for hours on end, but I know that we both have abundant schedules filled with Peppered in with lots of God. (laughs) So (laughs) before you go, what is your two things I'd love for you to share? What was like a book that has really supported your transformation or changed your life?
2: Oh, hands down. I read this on my 40th birthday. Gorgeous for God. Is, you know this book, Malayne. I you know, yeah. but Gorgeous for God by Lisa Natoli is what started to get me out of the illusion and the dream and this whole setup of chasing external things and getting back to the truth that was hands down life changer. Hmm. Totally. Amen. Agree on that one. If you guys haven't read that for sure.
1: Get that book today, like literally go to Amazon and get that book. It's a game changer. And um, Brita does a lot of work with supporting people and detoxing from the externals to really connect with their true set point and their divine. But if they want to learn more about like what it is you do, Brita, where could they find you? What's the best way to connect with
2: you? Yeah, thank you. Em. I'm really active on Instagram. So that's with Brita Aragon, B-R-I-T-T-A and my last name, Aragon. And my main focus now is on Detox Your Life coaching. If they go to my website on CD Skin Lab, which is my skincare line, .com, there's a Detox Your Life area. And Yeah, there's many things. There's a brand new website coming around the whole Detox Your Life. So we have retreats coming up in Ibiza, which is all about healing the not enoughness conversation. That's the whole theme of Ibiza. And that's in September. And we also have Turning Fear into Fuel coming up. It's a free online event that's happening. And that you can find all about that by following me on Instagram, everything that I'll do and the new website will obviously the announcement will be made through there so yeah
1: awesome and you guys everything that she's talking about right now what I'll do if you go to the show notes it'll all be in there the link how to find her so not to worry if you weren't able to write it down and Brita thank you so much again for being here with me and the audience I love you so much thank you I love you
0: I hope you enjoyed this podcast episode with Brita be sure to connect with her find her on Instagram Brita Aragon and go to CVSkinLabs.com and you can find her Detox Your Life program as well as a series that she's running and there's always so much that she's up to make sure to do it and love you guys lots